1: Welcome to the RotoWire DFS podcast, sponsored by No Halftime, the newest way to create daily fantasy challenges for one on one matchups. Download it today at NoHalftime.com. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi as we cover the Friday NBA DFS slate. You can always find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve, RotoWire. And it's a featured right writer on the DraftKings playbook. And you can also follow me on Twitter on, at Josh FS. Benny, what's going on, my man?
2: Hey, not too much. Had uh, lineups kick off this morning for PGA, so I'm actually watching a little bit of golf while we talk here.
1: Uh, very nice swinging the clubs. I like it. Don't forget, um, you know that you um got to replace your divots once you're done. Uh, you know, in the in the, in the fairway, don't be that guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
2: I mean, I live in New Jersey. We play a lot of mini golf down at the beach in the summer, and mm-hmm. that's about the extent of my golfing career. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay all right fair enough yeah, so all right so I, you, do you I, bring uh, your own personal putter to the to the mini golf greens no of course not. i don't have anything down the shore. the
2: only thing i bring down the shore i bring like a, a book bag with like two two bathing suits two pairs of shorts and like three t-shirts and that's what i do i go down for the weekends that's it so that's right. pretty much what i do i, I go down to be a beach bum i like it i like i like doing that in the summer
1: that sounds good to me um, i'm actually a, a a i'm telling you right now like near i almost went pro on miniature golf okay i was like i was thinking about hitting the circuit but then i decided you know i wanted to get into daily fantasy so it's like my my career came in the fork in the road and i chose dfs so we'll see we'll see if that was the right choice or not we can we can show down when when you come down for summer league here we can we can throw down on the mini golf here in vegas they got some um all the all the mini golf for the most part in vegas with the exception of like one place is like indoors so i don't know how you feel about Uh, golfing in a dome you know um, but... what?
2: It's probably not good for me. I did get banned from one mini golf course at the beach for uh, going Happy Gilmore and doing a putter throw. <laughs> um, <laughs> so indoors probably wouldn't work for me. I mean, I Almost. threw it into the bay when I did it, so it was wow. it was good outdoors. I kind of like it that way.
1: So. What you what you do? Like you, you you take a triple bogey or something? You like it, launch the golf club?
2: It was the clown, man. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get it in a damn clown's mouth. I got frustrated. Oh, you know? wow. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, all, all
1: right. right well, well, I'm just saying. Um, I, I guess I'll have to be ready to replace a club when <laughs> I'm <come> down here.
2: <laughs> yeah, I have I have anger management issues, but we'll deal with that another time.
1: All right, fair enough. The Rotowire DFS podcast is now available on iTunes and Stitcher. So if you get a chance to rate and review us, please go ahead and do so, and don't forget to share and subscribe. All right, Benny. Uh, once again, back-to-back. Two days out of three, we have 22 teams on the slate. 11 games to take a look at here as well. So let's go ahead and kick it off like we always do at the point guard position. What do you got for me? All
2: right. I mean, basically, this is an automatic play. So we're just going to say it right now. Whenever Kevin Durant is out, Russell Westbrook's the first guy that goes in your roster. So when you click on whatever game you're going to play in and, you know, the screen pops up where you can start doing names before you do anything, just put Westbrook in there at the point guard spot, and then Continue move on forward. and, and yes. yeah, and figure out how to build the rest of the roster. So, one hundred percent Westbrook exposure, cash GPPs, whatever. One hundred out. yeah, yeah. If the rant is out, yeah, even play him on your friend's roster if you are putting rosters in for one of your buddies today. Right. You know, every single every single roster I have will have Westbrook on it.
1: Yeah, if you can find a way to play um, him in like NHL. DFS for, for Friday do that too uh, just wherever you can play Russell Westbrook you're, you're playing him D-d-d- not don't not to mention the absolute juiciest matchup on the board against Philly mm-hmm. he's gonna destroy Philly he might go for like a 50 ball just on points yeah. so yeah all the Russell Westbrook uh, for the next week as we know Kevin Durant's been rolled out like minimum seven days with this hammy so you're gonna the only issue that you have is there he's gonna have a ton of exposure in GPPs, but he's just unfatable in both aspects because but, if,
2: yeah I was just gonna <laughs> say it's if he puts up an 80 spot and you don't honestly is yeah it's not even out of the question to think that he can do that like he did that last year yeah yes exactly if you don't
1: have that you're screwed yeah you can't
2: you can't overcome an 80 spot from russell westbrook with the rest of your roster there's no
1: there's no pivoting from that is you know no. we always talk about like you know GPP and contrarian and how like how you need to differentiate to win. This is not one of those situations here. This is one of those situations where you are drawing dead if you don't have the guy who who, blo- who blows up for 10x or you know or whatever whatever 8x you know w- with uh, with a 10k price tag or, or whatever whatever yeah. you're, whatever it ends up being. So just own Russell Westbrook. Just make sure you do that, especially against Philly. We'll start yeah. there. So right.
2: now I was gonna say now we can actually move on. And honestly, there's another guy who I think is actually approaching that same status with the way he's been playing right now. And I know you're a Kings fan, so I'll let you talk about him. But Mm -hmm. Rajon Rondo is almost an automatic start for me, too.
1: Rajon Rondo is murdering people right now. Uh, I mean, he's going to show up on America's Most Wanted pretty soon. All right, so very uh, nice situation here against Brooklyn, who uh, Jarrett Jack has been struggling. Brooklyn has overall been struggling together. That's maybe the one team that could potentially be uh, struggling more than Sacramento uh, overall. So, yeah, uh, the only issue that you don't get with Rajon Rondo is that he's not dropping trays, and you know that he's never going to do that, and he's still like a, not a good three-star shooter. But the rest doesn't matter. He's getting you... Just bonus um, points up the yin yang with these, you know, triple doubles here. So, and the other issue that they've had is they've had to play him forty eight minutes straight in back to back games because Seth Curry and uh, Darren Collison have both been injured, and I think that um, Darren Collison has been ruled out for the Friday game already as it is now. So, six thousand eight hundred. It's, I mean. Here you take a look at these, um, you know, price tag ratios for the last four games. Okay, plays twenty four minutes and still gets you five point six x with thirty three point five fantasy points in the loss of Houston. Okay, then plays forty four minutes, um, you know, you had to pay fifty eight hundred for him, ten point seven x. On a fifteen hundred dollar price tag, then they jumped it up pretty good. GK said, well, "All right, we're not messing around with Rondo anymore. Up to here we go, up to sixty five hundred. You guys go pay for that." And plays a full forty eight minutes, only scores eight points, and then you know what he um, did? He did what you what you asked him to do. Benny which is get the to the double double status and he mm-hmm. did you one better with you know two triple doubles in in the past three games 14 points 11 rebounds 15 assists with three steals an absolute monster here and at, at the 6800 price tag for um Wednesday gives you 8.6x on that yep. money so there there you have that I don't know if, if I can't convince you any further to play Rage on Rondo um I don't know what else to say uh, viable for cash and GPPs as well are, are you with me there
2: I am 100% with you. Like like I said, I think you can basically take Westbrook, take Rondo, put them in your roster and you're and this isn't even a crazy statement to say like you're probable to get about 120 points out of those two guys.
1: Yeah, and then you you know, you're set right there at the point guard and the guard spot. We've done te- like, you know, what a quarter of the homework already for you as well and then you just take a look at the the, the matchup too uh, with uh with uh the Brooklyn Nets they're like right around league average in terms of fantasy points allowed uh to the um uh, you know to opposing uh point guards but Rajon Rondo is not trying to score against you so this is what we taught when people say you know you shouldn't use DVP or you know th- this is sort of like the scenario that people were talking about and that you have to sort of analyze for yourself like this isn't a situation where you're overly concerned about the scoring aspect with what Rondo produces because he's going to get the rebounds. You know he's going to get the assist. He's a, uh, a definitely above average defender at the point guard position. We're seeing him sort of return back to that where he can get some volume in the in the steals department, and um and all he needs is ten points, and he and he's got a a decent shot to get that to get you triple double status, which we said. Mo, mo bonus, mo bonus, mo bonus, all yeah. across the board. So
2: waiting, waiting for Rondo to get to, to double digits and points though can be very tilting. <laughs> so I just want people to know that right. it happened to me the other night uh-huh. when he finished with eight, uh-huh. and I was looking for the bonus, and I'm like, please just shoot. And he's wide open. He goes to the basket. There's nobody on him, and he kicks it out to somebody for a three, uh-huh. and it's just like,
0: no, yeah,
2: exactly. Right. So. Just be forewarned, there is a little bit of tilt with Rondo, even on a good game.
1: All right. So now that we've hammered home two of our top options here, let's see if we can give some people some other options who may want to throw a point guard in or another guard in utility, or if they really just don't want to, they want to do something else. Let's see If we can make sense of anything else, I'm, I'm fading Damian Lillard on Friday against Memphis. Are you, are you with me in that in that spot? I I am. Okay. Um, and Damian Lillard, by the way, has been a a fine play. He's gone. Let's see here one two three four five six so it looks like six out of five out of six where he's minimum 5.1x on a basically 8500 to 9k price tag which is insane okay so you're paying near top dollar to point guard position and he's been money the only thing that i want to do is i want to give respect to memphis and that slow down pace and mike conley and their team defense and say this is not the spot all right. So, other mm-hmm. uh, aside, aside from that, I'm fine with Damian Lillard almost any day that you want to play him. You want to play him in cash? You want to play him in GPP? Makes a strong play. Even if you still wanted to step out and you feel like you got a discount off, if for some reason the price dropped on Friday down further from you know 8,500 where it was on the ninth, then fine. But he was up to 8,900, so I don't think it, you can actually probably get too much more of a savings than 8,500 if they do want to pay some respect to the Memphis D. But there's just some better spots. Uh, that, that you can uh, get into that. Uh, Mo Williams, who we saw, you know, went ma- full uh, rainmaker uh, with, you know, 8.1X on a 6K price tag uh, for Cleveland against Utah. is in another very good spot against the Knicks. Again, we know Jose Calderon is a turnstile, so I'll be taking some shares of um, from Mo Williams. Uh, let me get your take on this here. What do you do with Derrick Rose on Friday against Charlotte, um, who – He's, he's getting into like ridiculous territory with his price 5800 on the ninth so what do you say
2: i I don't really like derek rose i'm gonna be honest um you know i feel like is it the you mustache? Haven't really had no i mean it's not the personal i mean i actually it's the loved, pencil mustache. I, I I used to love watching the guy play but I just don't think he's the same player anymore um like here here let me throw this at you you know why would you pay 6k for rose? When you could go down and pay um, less than five k for Ish Smith, who's been producing yes. even better than Rose has. Yes, I,
1: you, you know, know what, I mean, I, that would be the guy to me. That's a very good point. And Ish Smith, if if he's going to continue to get those um, the minutes with Drew Holiday sitting out, and then then fine. If it, Drew Holiday jumps back in, because the, I think that was, um, I don't know what the situation was with Drew Holiday. If that was uh, still related to the knee or just rest. Or if he actually has a recurring injury, so I'm going to try to do research on that now as we're talking about that. But yeah, but Ishmith and Ryan Anderson are going to be two lock plays like they were on Wednesday, yep. um, if they if those guys happen to Anthony Davis and Drew Holiday end up being out of the lineup again. Uh, again. So great call there, and you don't have to mess around with Rose, who hasn't been producing at a at a very good clip.
2: Yeah. Like my so. my whole thing is, I want to take you know you think about it. You're trying to build your best team here, so you want to take guys that have been producing and are still in a spot to keep producing. So like you said, if Drew Holiday's out, we've just seen Ish Smith put up two 40-point games at less than 5K.
1: Uh
2: All right, I mean, maybe his price rises to, what, 52, 54? It's not going to go up to 6 or 7K in, in, you know, two days. So when his price comes out, if he's still in that 5K range, that's eight times value. That puts you on pace to score 400 points if you got everybody in your lineup to do that. And if you had 400 points, you're going to win... You're going to win all the money. You're going to win everything you're in.
1: So. Yeah, just sick ratios to an Smith. I wish I would have had more shares uh, of him throughout the week. I was sort of late to the party, but um, not late enough to sort of uh, talk about whether or not he makes sense on Friday. 8.8X, 9.2X, 7.2, and 7.4. That's gpp all day and and cash twice on sunday right now so great call there uh makes a lot of sense the only thing i will say is upon further research Drew holiday sat because it was the um rest due to protecting him against back-to-backs and they are not playing on thursday as far as i can tell um I, I think they're not playing on Thursday. I'll have to double check that piece. I know There's only like
2: three games on Thursday, so there's a good <laughs> chance they're not playing. There's a
1: good 90 something percent chance they're not playing. Yeah. So, um, but you know what, but he still met the price tag with in 27 minutes with Drew Holiday in the lineup. And if you take a look at Drew Holiday, he's basically been, been capped at like the 23, 25 minute mark. He's played 26 minutes once this season, then 21, 23, 23 and 15. And then they sit him in, in the back to back. So, um, yeah, that's the issue uh, that we have um, with with Drew Holiday and Ish Smith. Is he's probably not going to start and get thirty minutes, but he's still probably a better play than Derrick Rose. Any other person you want to mention that point guard before we move forward?
2: Um, I actually don't hate Conley going up against Portland. He would be another guy that's a little bit interesting to me. He's only six K. He's been putting up around like thirty fantasy points in most of his games, and against Portland, who plays at a high pace, you know, he could outproduce that a little bit, mm-hmm. but to be honest with you, I'm going to go with Westy and Rondo on all of my rosters or most of my rosters. And I probably will only, you know, go down to Ishmith maybe as like the utility guy on DraftKings. Um, But if I can start my rosters with Rondo and West, and Rondo was pretty cheap on FanDuel yesterday too. I don't think he was very expensive. He was still only like 65 or 66 over there. So again, if you can get that guy at that price over there, or if you can get, um, Wesley at, at you know put the two of them together, you're actually saving a little bit of money. So I think you just go ahead and, and use those two guys and you know move on to shooting guard.
1: Oh, and last guy we need to mention quickly, I almost forgot about. It looks like um, it's a little bit more than just precautionary too for um, Ricky Rubio, mild hamstring strain, which means you know he's mm-hmm. going to be out th- uh, four to eight weeks with that that injury with the way his history. <laughs> so Zach Levine for 3,500. Um, i think I'm just locked in my three guys. Overall, as long as Zach Levine starts, there's no way I'm not playing him at 3,500 cash and GPP. Overall, that's just too too much of a discount for a guy who has a ton of upside in my mind. So we've give you some other options, but I think we I've I've locked in my three.
2: Yeah, uh, I actually like that Levine play if there's no Rubio. Um, right. That's that's always I'll a take that over.
1: When out. Yeah, I'll take that over Ish Smith for sure. Who in Oh Smith yeah, without
2: it. Yeah, without a doubt. I might even just use those three as. Point guard, guard, utility,
1: and then yeah. go from there. Yeah, exactly. All the, We've basically set now up to 33. We're up to 33% of your lineup that we've successfully set. We'd <laughs> like to provide you with options, but we're locking them in for you today. All right, uh, let's go ahead and move along to shooting guard here. What do you got for me?
2: Um, well, Harden's in a good matchup against Denver. He's somebody that's always in play if you can afford to pay up for him.
3: Okay.
2: Uh, going down from there, I do like, um, you know, Eric Gordon's been seeing a little bit more work lately. but. I'm going to be paying up for Westbrook. So I think you got to go cheap at shooting guard. So the guys who I'm really looking at are guys like Marcus Thornton and Evan Turner who have been pretty cheap and have been producing pretty well. And, you know, I think both of those guys are in a pretty good spot. You got Thornton against Denver, you know, Turner against Atlanta is not the greatest spot in the world, but he's just been doing really well for really cheap lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wanted to get your take on him and, you know, how, how you feel about some of these value guys. because as much as we'd like to have Westbrook and Harden in the same roster, yeah. you're not going to be able to do it. So if you're fitting Westbrook in because he's in that good a spot, you're going to have to save somewhere.
1: As long as Turner hangs around the 46 price range, I think it's a fine value play. Once he gets elevated above that, and like in a plus 5k, then I start to get a little bit more concerned because he's paid mm-hmm. off 7x plus in three straight. And yep. and, and, the, and the minutes are there. Like, this is the first last three games where he's been 28, 29, and 32. So that's a mm-hmm. that's a the perfect position and the perfect price so i like that and i wasn't actually on that before he had just recommended that so that was a great point there i think that there's going to be a lock for you in the shooting guard position here the other guy i wanted to um quickly talk about here is is evan fournier small forward eligible or is he- uh yeah he well i think he's
2: shooting guard on FanDuel small forward on draftkings but okay. I actually have him down for small forward so go ahead we can talk about him now you know he's he's in a really good spot I think right. too it's, if all uh, the
1: yeah Depot yeah. looks like he's gonna be in concussion protocol so th- there's gonna be your lock small forward play uh, as said the price has gone gotten elevated on on um, uh, 48 but not in not so much that you have to be off of him uh, just yet especially with old Depot out and with old Depot in the lineup he's actually been outscoring um, um, or fournier has been outscoring all the with them paired up in the lineup that's just how efficient he's been in terms of you know getting the ball in the bucket over the last two weeks of the season so yeah that's another uh, play that I, that, I, that I'll definitely be interested having said that uh, outside of some of these top options here you you know if you're not gonna go cheap um, with like Marcus Thornton who I do lo- do like as a as a play and um, who else did we talk about here at the shooting guard position?
2: Um, uh, Eric Gordon, I threw out right, there Eric, just because he's you know getting a little bit more. His price has come up though. That's the problem 6K, with Eric Gordon. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah.
1: but but I do like the fact that he scored twenty plus in mm-hmm. the four out of the last five. So that's for for the value. You're probably better off with um eric gordon you are with some of these guys like in the middle tier here who've got, had their price elevated like cj mccollum's up to 6700 yep and uh you know we know we're fading victor old and nicholas batum is in that same area 6500 and you know doesn't score at the same clip that um uh, eric gordon will especially if um, you know brow and um drew holiday are limited or don't play so mm-hmm. i think eric gordon might be the best of those bets and then you know we always, you can always, you know, make a case for Harden any, anytime. You're, it's, it's going to be, you know, the most expensive play that you have. So it's, it's a little bit tougher.
2: You know, if you want, if you want to swerve for a tournament, that would be the way to do it. Instead of, instead of taking Westbrook, Mm -hmm. you know, you take Rondo as your point guard and then you try to fit in Harden because Harden will be very low owned because people won't be able to afford him if they're going up for Westbrook, which a lot of people are going to be doing.
1: Right. And then I'm just going to give Jimmy Butler one more game to get back on track. It's, decent matchup against charlotte but he's throwing up back-to-back duds so um and he you still have to pay a pretty penny for him at 7900 so i'm gonna just wait before i jump in on uh, on that play overall normally like jimmy butler um anytime that he's on the slate because i think he's top three two-way player in the league like number one's lebron number two kawaii's Len- leonard number three is jimmy butler you have any yeah. uh, any issues with my rankings no, not really okay. i could
2: I could get on board with that definitely
1: all right so that's in this you know two-way players with the bonus and his ability to potentially triple double uh, oh,
2: you know what I mean maybe not all the way back yet but Paul George has to be in that discussion too.
1: do you know what okay but we yeah Paul George definitely top five I given give the the edge to Butler right now I think he's a um a little bit better defender. Uh, than uh, paul george but paul george is a problem because he can play like two through four and i really don't think jamie beller can play a lot of four I think maybe he could if he had to, but Jimmy Butler thinks he's a point guard. That's the no. funny thing. So. Yeah, he,
2: he, could, he could guard twos or threes, though, Butler, fine, and does it very, very well. Yes.
1: All right, let's um, go ahead and move on to small four. But before we do that, I want to let you podcast listeners know that if you aren't subscribing to yet, uh why not? You need to get in there. We have a free 10-day trial going on right now. If you like the stats that we're breaking down for you on the Rotowire DFS podcast, well, you have them all available to you. For free on the 10 day trial on the RotoWire.com and their lineup daily lineup optimizer. They have lineup optimizers for NFL, NBA, NHL, college football, and soccer, even. And they're covering six sports in the uh, FanDuel uh, DraftKings, Fantasy Aces, Draft Day, Draftster, Fantasy Score, and Yahoo in their daily lineup optimizers. Projections that you can use for DFS, for season long leagues, um, everything that you need to set your DFS lineups and start dominating there. So make sure you check it out, RotoWire.com slash pod, get your 10 day free trial, and then enjoy all the fantasy stats and the fancy goodness to help you set your dfs lamps that we use on this very show all right small forward what do you got for me
2: okay um i'm not going to be paying up for any of the guys at the top here yeah we, yeah, we mentioned uh, fournier so we're, yeah we're i mean you have him and the other guy who i want to talk about is uh jeremy grant yeah because without um noel lately he's actually been playing the power forward mm-hmm, spot mm-hmm. so he's been racking up the rebounds as well yep. He's incredibly cheap. i got to look at his price again. I think the other day he was on the 4K. 4100 I still... on on the... Right, 4100 yeah. So he's still basically down there. Yeah. Um, And then last night he had a big game, put up like 33 or 34 fantasy points on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. So if you can get a guy at 4K who's going to be giving you 32, you know, that's basically 8X. So, again... You know, you get some of these guys that can give you that 8x, you're going to wind up with a huge score on the day. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we need some salary savers with the guys that, you know, we want to put in at the the point guard spot here today. So to me, Grant is somebody that I know I'm going to have a lot of exposure to if Noel stays out because he's playing sometime at the three, he's playing sometime at the four. His time at the four helps his rebounding numbers. That helps his overall fantasy score. And he's definitely been paying off his salary lately, so he's somebody that I absolutely love on Friday.
1: Yeah, me too. I've been a big Jeremy Grant fan f- since the preseason for season long. I've been saying, "Hey, this guy's super athletic, and you know he could be, um, you know, a future Tracy McGrady, or he could be a future Darius Miles. We don't know yet, um, but uh, he has a great defensive skill set, and he's super long, and so he, he can. He's a great slasher. Can get to the hole, Get to the whole. Can block shots, and is a good rebounder. So all of those things are um stuff that you know could make a lot of sense uh overall for your DFS lineups especially at 4100. If he gets like past the 45 uh 100 range, then where it'll be a little bit tougher to get him into the roster, but a good double mm-hmm. double bonus threat. Somebody you'd
2: Yeah, get. I I honestly think if he's less than $5,000 you play him because I expect him without Noel to put up another 30 points. Yeah. All right, so
1: um, do we have a price on fournier I was looking at him for
2: yeah I do actually give me one sec I have it right here okay um he was six thousand dollars the last couple games
1: okay all right fair enough um that yeah 6K to me is going to be something where I think I'm just gonna I'm I mean LeBron is obviously gonna be a great play. Uh, against the Knicks we know he goes he goes off every time he plays the Knicks Paul George Mm. against Minnesota is in a very good spot for 8800 I love him maybe even more than LeBron because of the discount so and then you know another guy who's been um super underrated but then the price is starting to steadily climb is uh Jay Crowder uh by the way and this is a weird line but he actually still almost got um close to 5x five points five rebounds two assists five steals um and it's like you so it's it's weird to you know to see that sort of stuff it's kind of like a draymond green type of like fantasy pro- level of production but he has been above 5x here in one two three four five out of the last seven games and he's sitting at 5k right now so if you get you know slotted into that spot where you're like i got 500 or 5500 and i'm looking for the best sort of play possible um this is a guy who does a little bit of everything and it's not a great Like overall double-double threat, but he doesn't need to score a ton to um, provide you with value. Uh, So somebody else that I would uh, definitely consider, but uh, Fournier is going to be my my lock-talk play. Uh, The only issue that you have is... um it is against Utah, which I don't particularly like. But Fournier is not a guy who's really trying to get to the rack a ton, and Rudy Gobert is questionable, so that could definitely help his cause. And you know that's sort of what you're rooting for if you're going to play Fournier on the slate. But if there's no Oladipo, then I just think you have to just regardless. Yeah, well, of the I mean,
2: you know, the other thing too is you're also playing him because without Oladipo, you're expecting him to get a few more minutes and and to be a bigger part of the offense. So even if they're playing a tougher opponent, if he's you know the the opponent's strength on defense isn't enough to take away from the additional shots and stuff that he's going to see. So he still makes sense to use.
1: All right, fair enough. All right, uh, let's go ahead and dive into the power forward position here. Top cash and GPP for us. Um,
2: well, the guy I I actually have been paying up a lot lately for uh, Paul Millsap, who I think I like in this matchup too. I'm not a big fan of the Boston Bigs. I don't really think that. You know it's going to be a particularly tough matchup for Millsap, and mm-hmm. Boston is playing at a pretty fast pace. Yeah. So he's a guy who I would tick up, and I mean he's been putting up good numbers. I don't think his salary has really risen. His salary pretty much never rises; it pretty it's... much stays exactly where it is mm-hmm. for the entire season. Like he'll go up or down, maybe like two hundred bucks, but he's always in the high sevens over on DraftKings, right. seventy nine hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he and he basically puts up forty points a game for you might be a few points above or a few points below, but you know, you know you're know you going to get 5.5x out of him. The yep. problem that people have with him is he never really puts up 60 fantasy points, so right. he doesn't give you that huge upside, but he's just such a solid, safe play. I've been playing him in cash uh, pretty much all season, whenever I have the money in that range, because he's just so safe and reliable. And, you know, again, he's somebody that I'm just going to keep rolling out there, because with Anthony Davis Hurt, you know, I don't really want to pay up for Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they're playing the Knicks, I kind of agree with you. I think that's a game that LeBron's going to try to dominate. Uh, you know, Derek Favors. I don't really love paying up at his price. You know, guys like Farid or Ibaka are just too crazy for me. You actually, you know who makes a little bit of sense? Pau Gasol's been seeing a few extra minutes lately. He's been playing a lot of minutes in the last couple games. He's somebody that I might consider paying up for actually. Seventy three
1: hundred in um, back to back forty point fantasy game. So yeah, I'm I'm there. I'm fine. And then if, if they continue to roll Noah back into the lineup, that's better mm-hmm. for his offensive game over Miritich, who wants to take more shots. So mm-hmm. I could see that. Um wanna give you a couple pivots there. We mentioned Ryan Anderson. I think Ryan Anderson oh, yeah. we I ha- like it's probably gonna be my chalk play if, if Brow sits. If Brow sits the conversation just ends there. Fifty seven hundred, yeah. I play Ryan Anderson, then I just let leave everybody else to to you know, figure it out. We're only playing one power forward if you want to get another forward spot then we can you know talk about some other options but it's gonna that's gonna be it for me there um dwight powell is still doing dwight powell things uh mm-hmm. o- o- overall um he's had a little bit of a slow game uh but it played just 16 minutes against the clippers but f- before that had been paying somewhere in the you know 4.3 to to s- to 6x plus in the in the in the 4500 level. You just don't want the price to come up more uh, any more higher than it is right now. So, um and then do we have uh JJ Hickson here or is he considered a center on DraftKings?
2: You know what? He wasn't even in the player pool the other day. What? Yeah, I tried to find him cuz I, w- I was I was going to do the same thing and I thought, "Oh, I'm going to be getting him at like 3k." And I mm-hmm. couldn't even find him. If he was maybe I don't know, maybe he was listed as like whatever the first J is, but I tried JJ. I tried Hickson. I couldn't find them in the player pool the other
1: day. Jack, Jeff Kings is sleeping on us right now. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find him at center. So Hickson, Hickson. Yeah, I don't Well, I don't know what's going on. We, that's, maybe that's some sort of glitch or something like that, but JJ Hickson has been putting up some serious numbers as long mm-hmm. as uh, Lavernia has been out. So I think we've covered the majority of what you need to do at the power forward position. Um. Yeah, it's basically going to, you need to check in on Anthony Davis and then go the rest of the way. And then I don't know what Dirk's going to do, like. but if he's going to keep doing this right now for 6,400, I'm going to have to jump in and get a piece for a short period of time. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him. Um, but, you know, 31 and 11, 18 and 4, 18 and 7, 18 and 14 mm-hmm. and 6. You know, with you know, with uh, and you know, tossing in some assists here. And to, at sixty five hundred, is, you know, it's fair. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of GPP upside, so that it should just be a, a personal cash play. But um, yeah, something to keep in mind if it, if he's going to um, end up doing that. And then the other guy, I guess we need to pay attention to, is if um Rudy Gobert does end up getting ruled out, then that's going to be uh, another good yeah. potential spot for Trevor Babers. Booker. Oh, okay, um, Booker. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, favors to me. You can you can go him, but uh, but Booker's min price at three k.
2: So All right, that's a, yeah. You definitely got to consider that then.
1: Thirteen points, nine rebounds when he got twenty eight minutes the last time Favors sat and almost got you eleven x on the min price tag. So there's your GPP special for you if you decide to. Um, it's if you know that Rudy Gobert isn't playing.
2: All right. I gotta write that. I gotta write that down. I need to think about Booker. That's yeah. a good call. Trev. Thank you very much.
1: All right. Before we move on to centers, we want to let you know that if your fantasy um, week is about to start and you're looking at your fantasy opponent and thinking to yourself, I would love to challenge just one of his players, but not his entire team. But your t- your fantasy sports service won't allow you to do so. Well, now you can with the all-new no halftime app. The no halftime app allows you to create individual challenges using players or teams. For example, you can pit ODV versus Megatron, LeBron versus Mello, Trout versus A-Rod. Creating challenges takes seconds and Accepting challenges are even easier. No Halftime challenges can be private or public and created for the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, college football, college basketball, and other sports. Join today and get started. Real money and fantasy supremacy awaits you. Visit NoHalftime.com for more information and download the No Halftime app for your iPhone or Android device. Receive a bonus by entering the promo code ROTOWIRE at sign up. No Halftime with a fantasy sports season never takes a break. And we have returned from our break to break down the final position center uh for the friday slate give me what you got
2: yeah um basically i've been riding this uh jaleel okafor train and i'm not getting off right oh, now yeah. especially
1: no, it, yeah we we nailed that one on the wednesday show and people were asking oh, yeah. me on twitter and i was like "Did <laughs> somebody like you know tweeting me their lineup and um i was like take that guy out put it okafor in <laughs> yeah, it's like twenty six and I mean, seven. Yeah, guy. He, he, here's
2: basically the deal, guys. And this is why we're saying this. And this is why we want you. First off, his price is down in like the low six range when most of the other guys who are producing like he has um, are up in like the high seven range. So you're getting a discount. Mm-hmm. And without Noel in there, he is not only rebounding for, yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, but he's also getting twice as many shots. Right. So if he's going to be getting literally 20 shots And he's going to be able to get, you know, even if he doesn't have 15 like he had the other day, if he has seven or eight rebounds and he's getting 20 shots, the guy can score. He's going to put up 24, 26 points. And then if you add seven rebounds to it, you're at 6X value with him being in the $6,000 range. So unless he jumps up to 78 or 79, it's not even a thought in my mind. If he's below 74, He's going in my my center spot pretty much automatically in this
1: spot. I'm going to go there as well too because he's going to open up so many opportunities for you to play studs um, at the center mm-hmm. position too. But if you are going to go with the studs, DeMarcus Cousins is the chalk if you want to oh, go yeah. big time uh, with the money. So, I mean, and, he, and if he's going to start dropping trays like he did just now, um, it's going to be very interesting. You're, you're just almost never – it's going to be very tough for Cousins to like – go above five X a lot of the time, but you're gonna get forty plus fantasy points for what you're paying and you're paying about ninety eight hundred right now. And it's a good matchup against Brooke Lopez, who um is you know, Brooklyn's in the bottom half of the league in terms of uh D V P allowed to centers. So you're fine there and he's a good double double bet. He um uh he's Missed, missed a bunch of games here, but, you know, was only missed 10 rebounds twice so far. Then he had 12, 11, and 13 rebounds, so you know you can, you're can you going to be bonus eligible there. Um, and so that's the chalk play. I don't know if I'm—but Jula Okafor is such a steal that I just probably aren't going to be using Cousins for the most part. But if you are, that's the top recommended option. And then Carl Anthony Towns, too. This is remember you talked about targeting Indiana and how they, they're they um, like a, a team that you really just want to—you just feel special when you see the center position, <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, oh, uh, how blessed am I that I get to play Carl Anthony Towns for seventy four hundred against the Indiana Pacers who just lost Miles Turner to a broken hand, the best center that they had available. So it's gonna be more mahe me, me, for Carl Anthony Towns. So I do like him as well at seventy four hundred if you feel like Um, you want to go up, and Carlton Towns right now has basically established himself as a lock double-double specialist right now, so we're looking at five out of seven, um, and then uh, yeah, five out of seven games where he has um, busted through and went for 19-13, 17-12 17-13, so um, very safe, and let me me just quickly add this here up 8-11-15, 21 blocks in seven games, that's monstrous, Sarah, at at the uh, uh you know, the block category for you, for uh, DFS. So I love Jalil Ukafor. And if you feel like you want to, you know, create some differentiation, Carl Anthony Towns, DeMarcus Cousins at the chalk, and then I'm going to leave the rest for you to present. You got anything else you want to go uh, go with in there? Because I'm really just narrowing it down to those three.
2: Yeah, to be honest with you, I kind of agree. Here, Here's what uh, I'm actually going give, to give the listeners a uh, – a little bit of a challenge this week. Okay. For your for your roster on Friday, if you can fit in Westbrook, Rondo, Cousins, Okafor. So you put Westbrook and Cousins as your point guard in your center, mm-hmm. and then you put Rondo as your you know, your guard spot on DraftKings, and then Okafor as your utility player, you would basically need a shooting guard, a small forward, um let's see, a power forward and a forward spot. So you would need four spots with like a little over $15,000. So if yeah. you can figure out the best way to spend $15,000 to fill up those other four spots, you know, and get guys that can go like 6, 7, eight x value in those four spots, you will win a GPP on Friday because I think that with Westy, Rondo, Cousins, and Okafor, you're going to have the chalk value and top scoring kind of guys in your roster. And mm-hmm. I think that that could be a, a three hundred plus point roster right there if you can figure out how to do that.
1: Good luck. I that's a lot, not a lot of money for those four positions, but all right, that's yeah, that is an excellent challenge. I wouldn't mind just throwing that like in a dollar or three dollar, two dollar GPP and just seeing if I can make a make the magic happen.
2: Yeah, like all think right. about it. If you have you know you have guys like we talked about like you know Jeremy Grant, mm-hmm. so he's forty one. He could be one of those guys booker. if you get a Booker in there at three k. Okay. You know you got now you got. Eight thousand dollars left to put two guys together, which oh. again is not easy. But you know, you can find you can you know you use like an Evan Turner at forty six, and then find a guy at thirty four, like a you know. But but I mean, you could get like a you know Jenka maybe, or like you know somebody at that at that range that you know could give you twenty points. You know, you get like a James Joe a James Johnson. Okay, you know, you put him in there at thirty one or thirty two hundred, he gets you twenty points. You know the other four guys that Levine, you have are going to L- get you a well, bunch. Well, the problem
1: is I wanted to use Levine. So Levine is thirty five hundred. Well, thirty
2: five. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Dude, but you, you need can't to just... put him in there because he's a point guard, right? Yeah. You wouldn't be able to do the double center at the utility position then. That would suck. Mm-hmm. All
1: right. What? Well, why? What did we have at guard? What was the chalk play at guard?
2: Rondo and Westy. So oh, Westy's the point it. guard spotted, and then Rondo's the yeah, okay. The guard spot.
1: Well, that that was a fail. All right, so yeah. sorry about that, guys. I thought I solved it for you. but All right, um, yeah, so that's an excellent challenge. I think we're one spot away with that. That's actually pretty interesting. I might try to get that going. All right, that's going to wrap it up for the Rotowire DFS podcast for today. Don't forget to check out Benny on Twitter at BennyR11. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher for your downloading convenience, and be sure to give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. And send all your comments and complaints and questions to me at Josh FS. And don't forget to tune in tomorrow for the Rotowire... Uh, Weekend Update where we break down the NFL GPP ownership percentages for Week 10 and then combo you um, Bo Jackson style with some Saturday DFS NBA plays. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.